0: Support for this episode comes from Bike NWA. Did you know that May is National Bike Month? Celebrate alongside Bike NWA as they host weekly and overall challenges throughout the month of May. It's easy to participate, free to sign up, and is for all skills and abilities. Visit lovetoRide.net forward slash NW dash Arkansas today and start logging your rides to win cool prizes.
1: Hey, this is Gary Head at Signature Bank of Arkansas. We founded
2: Signature Bank in 2005 with local ownership to serve our communities with the best bankers with the most authority to do business. We have succeeded in growing our bank to over $800 million in assets, including $50 million in growth in the first quarter in
1: 21. We have 155 teammates that love our communities and the customers that we serve. We are always here to serve and eager to do so. As chairman and
2: CEO, I welcome your call to have the opportunity to serve you. Please call 479-684-4700 or online at Signature.Bank and tell them that you heard about us at I Am Northwest
1: Arkansas.
0: Hey, folks, and welcome to another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn. I'm excited to be with you today. I'm here with Jake Lewis from Woodworks Workshop. He has a workshop here right on the Johnson-Fayetteville line. I'm looking out at the Greenway here and, and a lot of bikers out on the day that we're recording this. It's actually one week after we had our snowpocalypse in Northwest Arkansas, where everything kind of shut down for one week because it was freezing cold and there was snow everywhere and as i look out as i look out right now there's no snow and there's a bunch of people riding their bikes with shorts on and it's like 72 degrees so go figure you know i'm not going to complain anyway jake was kind enough to connect with me and and as we always say on the i am northwest arkansas podcast you know whenever we have somebody on the show they invariably say oh you know who you should talk to or you should have this person on the podcast and so we always take that advice and we had shelly mober on the podcast. She's an outstanding artist. She's become a good friend. She, along with Kenya Christian and so many other local artists, have really been nice to me as a podcaster and introduced me to a lot of creative people in Northwest Arkansas. And so Jake is one of those creative individuals that I now know. And and we decided, you know what, it would be good to have a podcast episode, talk a little bit about what he's doing, his inspiration. I got to tell you folks, his woodwork, his creativity is off the charts. You just have to see it for yourself I'll be sure to put some stuff in the show notes so that you can go to his Instagram page, check him out. I believe he also has a Facebook page and some other stuff, but I will certainly make sure that you see some of his artwork and it will be represented on the show notes. But without further ado, Jake Lewis from Woodworks Workshop. It's almost like how many woodchucks right. would a woodchuck?
2: True. <laughs> so- Until you say it a thousand times exactly. and, then it's, and then it rolls off your tongue. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah. It's all good. How are you doing, man?
2: Doing good. Just like you said, enjoying the weather today. It's a beautiful day in NWA for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So listen, man, I'd love to just get started. We always jump into just getting an individual superhero origin story. So how did you, I know you moved here a couple of years before I did, but how did you, you know, tell us a little bit about how you became Jake Lewis? Well, that's only an hour long show, right? (laughs)
2: No, No, um, I was living in Austin and at the time I was, the girlfriend I was with at the time was also crafty and we thought, by the way, I'd never built anything at that time, but we thought, let's figure out something we could do together. And we would collect the materials, and I started making furniture out of reclaimed you know pieces of wood, and I realized, well, these little castaways, these tiny bits were cool too, and maybe that I could shift and do a little little more art related piece you know pieces with these little fragments that are also one hundred years old or these bright flashes of color and that's really how it started, and that situation ended at Austin, and I was looking hey where i'm going where I'm going to move?" I finally found my passion for doing this at thirty plus years old and I realized that Fayetteville would be a really good place to do it. Great social scene. I knew that from just being back and forth here over the years and people little did I know how much people rep art and people rep local really, really hard here. And that's one of the reasons that I'm still here. Two of the reasons I'm still here. So
0: yeah, I love that. So, and, that, and that's funny. You went from, you came from one funky town to another and that's right. why they say keep Fayetteville funky, right? You, sure. you think about that. And Austin's a really cool town. It's like, I always say that if I, if I were to ever live in Texas, Austin would probably be the only place that I would live, and it's it's just wired differently. Yes, it is the state capital, but it's different. You know sure. that. Yeah. So you've been there. I like San Antonio. Dallas is cool. Fort Worth is cool, right. but Austin yeah, is I special.
2: Agree. I lived in Dallas for like seven years. I went to to college there. Okay. And same as you, though. If I were were made to live in Texas ever again, it would be it would definitely be Austin. For
0: okay. Sure. All right. That's cool. So. I got to understand this because folks, for those of you that are listening to this, and of course we're not a, we are, I try to create a vision in the mind as, as I do a podcast, but I'm looking at a bandsaw sander. I'm looking at all kinds of equipment around me. Is this stuff that, that as you started and embarked upon this profession, is this stuff that you learned later or did you know, like, did you grow up like with a dad or a grandfather that kind of, you know, taught you some of the tools of the trade?
2: You know, basic tool mastery I guess sure but nothing like power tools or anything like that that all really just kind of came by necessity well I want to I want to create this finished product okay well then maybe I should get a bandsaw and figure out how to use that and this bandsaw actually since you mentioned it it's actually it was made in 1951 and I bought it at Potterhouse thrift store about 3 years ago and I mean it still it hums you you click it on probably sounds as beautiful as it did the day it was born and I mean I knew that it was probably from the sixties or something, but I was looking for some spare parts once and sure enough, looking at the serial number, it starts with five one and Googled it and that's what it indicated. So wow. Pretty freaking sweet right there. That is Uh, sweet. And it
0: looks, it looks like it, it could go another 50 years. Yeah.
2: I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so, So, but not really.
0: Yeah. No, I love that, man. So, so really then I guess, I guess the artistic bug bit you, you know, just several years ago when you, you know, when you got fully involved in it and then, you know, what, was it that really clicked for you where you were like, actually I can make a career out of this. This is something that I'm passionate about. And it looks like just from the the looks of this shop, which reminds me a lot of my father's my father was an artist. He had an art gallery. He was an avid painter, you know, well known, well, well recognized in in the New Jersey, New York, New Jersey okay, area cool. as an artist and as a sculptor. And this reminds me a lot, just the smell of it reminds me of his workshop, but what kind of for you really connected the dots from where right. you were like, Hey, this is just a hobby to nah, I'm gonna do this right. and I'm gonna spend my time doing it. It's very well.
2: I guess even back in college, I was the kind of guy that was braiding hemp necklaces and whatnot. And so I always kind of had an eye for and then collect like turning framing t shirts and turning turning things and turning recycling and reclaiming, like always looking at something and thinking of a second use for it. And so along the way, I just, especially it sped up when I was in Austin and I thought, wow, this is something that I could do forever. And part of it is the recycle aspect. It's keeping things out of the trash Mm -hmm. and it's not just a shtick. I think that that's really cool to take, oh, here's an old piano. I'll break this down and, you know, use a little bit for this and a little bit for that. And I think that that part's really exciting. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, and there's this whole reclaimed movement now, right, where people are, you know, reclaiming stuff and using it differently. I mean, I know uh, a buddy of mine that works at Food Loops. He's now reclaiming lumber from sites and using it, repurposing it and using it so it doesn't go in the garbage. Exactly.
2: All this wood is from, it could be from construction recycle scrap or it could be um, a broken table that I bought at Potter House, you know, on the cheap. And that is part of it is that if there's an ethos to woodworks, it is. I don't want to see things being just thrown away. There's all kinds of different places in the world where they would see what we put in the dumpster and like, are you kidding me right now? (laughs) And I I wish it was more like that here. You know, a lot of people say, oh, oh, do you use a lot of pallets? And the answer is no, because square plum wood is available here, like everywhere. Right. Um, And so I just think that we should pay more attention to that while we have the ability to pay attention to it, you know.
0: Now, do people come to you and say, Hey, we're, 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 we need to get rid of this wood, but we'd like you to make something with it for us. Does that happen?
2: Absolutely. A lot of times people bring me a treasure trove of wood and as not even a payment, because it's not even like that. It's just a, a mutual appreciation. Yeah, I'm happy to make, make something out of that. Like specifically, this was cool. I had a friend bring me a an old end table of her grandmother's and Sure, it could have been possibly shorn up and and made where it was still an end table, but she said, can you make me a giant Oklahoma piece out of it? And so just to take one, I make plenty of state pieces and all these different pieces with a piece from this, a piece from that, but to take one item and turn it into a completely new item only using that was a fun challenge. And it allowed that end table that was 100, 120 years to live on in this person's life. Oh, man. uh, That's really cool. Not even you didn't ask this, but one of the, the unintended consequences or byproducts of doing woodworks became being a little part of people's stories. Yeah, and making people happy. I know maybe that sounds well. Of course you're gonna make people happy. I mean, no one's upset to give me money for something that they're gonna enjoy or give some to someone that they love. And it's a really positive game that I'm in, and that keeps me doing it too. That's the right. other one of the reasons that I'm like, oh, I'm gonna make this, you know, a living. Like this. Makes me happy to make other people happy.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, so as a creator, right? And, and I, and I don't use that word loosely because I think there, you know, we're all creators in our own right and and, in different ways. I create doing podcasts. This is, this is my wood shop right here with this. I've got a, I've got a zoom H6 digital recorder. We've got a couple of mics set up and the whole nine yards. So this is my creative studio, but I'm within your creative studio. So. I mean, what does the, for you, what does the whole idea of being a creator mean to you? Well, that's a pretty epic question.
2: <laughs> but, and in a way, everyone, most people are creators of in the day. Let's say you wake up, oh, you see a problem, even if it's a minor problem and you're able to fix it and it makes your day better. I mean, you've created, potentially created something by doing that. For me, it's, it feels really awesome to take materials, raw materials or whatever and use my hands and create a finished product. That someone then, not to say it crudely pays me, but like, this is how I eat. So, like, it feels good to be in charge of my own destiny and to be able to take my own hands, my own creations, and to sustain myself. Right. And like, that's me creating my existence. So, in that way, like, I think that's, that's powerful to be able to do that.
0: Sure. And I think I like what you said earlier before we started recording. We, I was asking you about. You know, I, I said in the uniqueness of the way that wood is, and, and the work that you do, I don't see any two pieces that are identical or exactly alike. I see some similarities and things, but there are no two that are. Yeah, I have several. I see several iterations of the state, the outline of the state of Arkansas, right. but there are no two that are the same. And. I'm just curious. So it's not like, and we kind of joked about the fact that, you know, you can go to Hobby Lobby and if I buy something and my neighbor gets the same thing, we both have it at the house. Right. But if somebody comes to you and gets sure. a piece of artwork, the chances of them seeing it on somebody else's wall sure. is almost few. Absolutely. You I mean, almost it be, nil.
2: you know, some similarities. And let's say in particular, if I do a razorback, I typically put a knot in where the eye goes and put like a little back leg, but like it would be a million times more difficult to duplicate exactly a piece I've already made than to not. And so one, it'd be really hard, but two, that's part of the uniqueness of for sure. So yeah. uh, And I like that. And and it's you know, if anyone has seen my work and a lot of it, the three D pieces are the tiled pieces of wood. I mean, it's not just slapped on there. Like I'd probably spend too long figuring out what piece goes next to this other piece. And oh I could just distress that a little bit more. And like so it's uh they're all different and it makes me crazy, but it's but it's a good crazy, I guess.
0: Yeah, no, I love that. So where can people, so when I share this on the show notes and sure. let people see your artwork, where can people find your artwork sure. that, you know, outside of coming here, right? because they, you have, I mean, and I would encourage people, you know, whenever you have open hours and people can come and be socially distant sure. to come check out Jake and what he's doing here. But outside of coming here, where else can they find your artwork?
2: Absolutely. Well, locally in Fayetteville, I've got pieces at the Handmade Market, which is by where the old O and F was. I've got in Bentonville, Bentonville Mercantile and Happy State, Happy State Co. Bobby and Summer up there running those. And I've got a place called the Velvet Otter in Eureka Springs out kind of on the way to Holiday Island. A really, really beautiful overlook there. I've got some pieces in Kingston called in Kingston Arts, which is in Kingston, Arkansas, kind of out by the Buffalo and out by the rivers. Um, and in Little Rock, I've got Full Moon, which is on Cavanaugh. I hate to leave anybody out. I've also got some pieces at mid eclectic mall or mid in Springdale. Okay. At uh my friend Tracy's Fine Line Design. Okay. Fine line designs booth. Um, okay. So I think that's it. Okay, yeah, for sure. So I try to be out there, man. I mean, right. I try and, to be and be
0: everywhere that you can that's be, right. which is cool. And so in addition to those places, if I want to or anybody, they could come and have you commission you sure. to do work. Is that it how what percentage of your business is commissioned work versus just you creating and putting it out there?
2: Last year and this year, it's a lot more commission percentage versus stores. And I think that that's a testament to the fact that stores really weren't fully open for several months there. And I really had to find it, change the percentages of my revenue streams, if you will. And sure. so I think I saw a lot more people coming directly to me commissioning pieces and that's trickled over even into january and february as some people that may even be listening to this are like oh yeah that's why it's not done yet but uh yeah. <laughs> I'm thankful and fortunate to have been busy through this whole time and really? i don't take that for granted i really really don't uh that's a that's an important takeaway from this but yes i am still really busy and i'm loving it and i really appreciate
0: it yeah sure. so you really haven't missed a beat then no no now. I
2: never got any stimulus checks or anything, but yeah. that's a different podcast, perhaps. But,
0: uh, <laughs> so. Well, maybe I can put you in touch with some people that can help you with that because, right. uh, you know, that, that might be it. But, but yeah, no, I, I love hearing that. So, what are your plans for the future as you continue to expand sure. this? That's a great question.
2: When you got here, my buddy Andy was in here sure. and uh, he's working on adjacent woodworks opportunities. He's looking at doing some cutting boards, a lot also for reclaimed stuff, some uh, circuitry stuff, some custom shelves, some nicer hardwood pieces. And he's a buddy of mine that helped me roll through the, the holiday push. And now we're going to you know, use woodworks and hustle wood. And, uh, and he's going to be working under Ambrosia to find new opportunities. Okay. And uh, I think that some of the stuff that he's been working on so far is really, really cool. And it's other pieces of wood that don't necessarily, you know, I typically use a lot of soft woods in a lot of my a lot of my art pieces. And yep. so I'm left with a lot of these really cool pieces of black walnut or um, African mahogany, sapale, all these different amazing wood, little bits, you know? And so if he's able to press them and make boards out of them and, and make a functional art piece, then that's what we're going to do. So there's that. Really, I'm almost at capacity as far as what I can generate currently. Of uh, My mom... Comes in typically, especially when it's nice and paints once a week for me. Does a lot of prep painting for me. Okay. And uh, occasionally I've got my one buddy, John, that'll come and do some sanding. But I think if I were to want to find new opportunities, then I would definitely need more bodies and probably need a bigger spot. Looking at renting a small spot across the hall from where I am now, there was an Irish dance studio that was there for longer than me, which I told you how was like six plus years. So that was crazy. So the landlord is breaking that up into three spots. Okay. So that's also a call for him. Walter's a good dude. Maybe you need one of those spots. Just don't take my small spot back, (laughs) but it's literally across the hall. So that's an expansion. So, you know, maybe get another, get another butt in the kitchen, as they say, and then get, get some more square footage and see what I can do with that. You know?
0: Yeah. Cause it is tight in here, but I mean, you know, there's there's probably enough space for, you know, three, maybe four people to work at one time and not be in each other's way. So
2: depending on the, the, what tools we're using, and that, so that is a little bit of a challenge, but it's been it's been one to work out. You know, I love this space. I love the tall ceilings, especially with the sawdust and whatnot. And and as we said on the beautiful days, all these have wheels, and I'll put my mom out there with headphones and get her to paint. And you know, and then yeah. we still have room in here. So yeah,
0: and you yeah. got your you know power cords and everything. Sure. You can run them out there, and you're sure. good to go. And so. I didn't
2: have I didn't have an actual full kitchen here until COVID came, and I didn't know how long I was going to be stuck here. I figured if I had to put an address down where the government was going to see if I was staying in put. It saying the place it was going to be here not exactly. In house. So yeah, so yeah. I mean, there's a gym here too for which you're, I was which I was doing that. You know, at the beginning of COVID too. So you're all set. Yeah, man. This other, yeah, other than a shower, this place has everything you need. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love that. So tell me, what are some of the most popular pieces that are requested? Obviously, I see you have a lot of. I mean, there are. I mean, almost an unlimited number of possibilities when it comes to creating artwork. Around the outline of the image of the state of Arkansas, sure. but what is the most the item the one item that you are asked the most to do? It's fair.
2: The most popular probably Arkansas themed pieces are like a little heart over Northwest Arkansas, sure, and in the various sizes. I sell a lot of those for sure. The bicycles have been something over the last year, year and a half. Like any well, bicycle, like a
0: biking mecca, though. absolutely. Yeah. So any
2: any bike piece that's up in Bentonville or say at Little Craft Show, which is going to be in May. I mean, you know, so yeah, and I'll do Arkansas with it or just do the frame things. I'm really into the frame the frame pieces now. I know you asked me what people come to you to me about, and so I'm telling you what I like, but you know, so many of these frames that I get all at Potter House and I play a game, and I don't spend like more than two or three bucks on them. Sure. And I mean, what else is someone going to do with a framed silly dolphin or whatever? So, you know, gut the frame and, 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 and keep it moving. So, anything framed really does really well. The framed I love you hand okay. has been a really popular piece. So, it's a tough question. A lot of times it is throwing things at the wall and seeing what sticks. And that's one thing that I haven't been able to do not having craft fairs last year. And we talked about it earlier too, not as many strangers eyes on the pieces. Really happy to have pieces at holidays at uh, Walden Walton art center for, for Christmas. So shout out to Hannah Withers for making that happen for, Absolutely. for everybody. And that was a nice taste, but I wasn't there working. So I want to be there in the, you know, in the booth, interact, you know, chopping it up with people.
0: That's the hardest thing I think as an artist. I mean, that has to be the most difficult piece is not being able to interact with your audience and with the public. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, cause you're, you're building and creating beautiful things. I'm looking at this, like you have, uh, for those of you that are listening to this, there is a mosaic. It's almost like a mosaic tile. It's a puzzle that is encapsulated in a wood frame. It is absolutely gorgeous. And it's all of these, um, spherical images that it it almost looks like a kaleidoscope. if That's the easiest way that I could describe it. But it's simply, like looking at it is just gorgeous. I'm assuming you're going to, are you going to shellac the top of it or is that going to stay the way it is?
2: Yeah, I've just painted some of that before you got here. So I'm going to distress the edges and nail it and glue it and then poly it like two or three times. Yeah, that's the first puzzle that that Kelsey and I did during COVID. Okay. so And I posted one yesterday too. I think it's a great idea. I mean, what are you going to do with the puzzle when it's done? Either you're going to break it up, it's going to take up too much space, or... And Like, if you saw the, the tattoo one over there as well, that one will probably go to my house. But you know, really cool American traditional tattoo framed one as well. And, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, that's also recycle, reuse, you know, all yeah. that stuff. I mean, why well, put it back in the box and just let it cover dust? And uh, who really pulls a puzzle out a second time? Some people, yeah, but, you know, some people. I guess COVID.
0: So, what would you imagine this being used for? Just wall art. Okay, either wall art yeah. or okay, can it be used on a on a coffee table, a sure. large if coffee were, table?
2: Absolutely. If you were to epoxy it, and that's what I would do, is epoxy it, and it could definitely be a tabletop.
0: Well, maybe you'll let me take a picture of that, and we'll post that on the show notes, so somebody will see it and, and sure. maybe get some inspiration. Absolutely. And then come down and have you do something for yeah, them. That'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. So. Oh yeah
2: the the second part about you were talking about having strangers' eyes on the pieces. Sure. It's not just like, oh yeah, I need the ego stroke. The the other part of it is the people that are ordering commission pieces now. More than half of them are people that I met at a show two years ago. Yeah, and I'm not creating those new relationships. Yeah, and so that is something that I that I may not even feel for a year or two. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, everyone always comes back. I know that's hyperbole, but they really do. And so I have all my friends from even if it's every year they come and get one different ornament or two. You know, the the Woodworks ornament of the year. I love that. Like I love. I love making the little things at the holidays too, that, that everyone has something they can take away. I don't want, I would never want you to walk into like my holiday booth and be like, dang, everything's 70 bucks or more, you know, because, because of what it is. I'm saying, I want to have that option. Like I want a little kid to be like, I want to like, I would like to buy this ornament for my mom, you know? I right.
0: Like that. Okay. So, and then, you know, as I'm sitting here and I'm I'm watching you talk about this and you, you know, you obviously have a passion for it. Speaking of kids, have you done any like coaching or like teaching of young people when it comes to this woodwork and being able to, because to me, this is like, this is an art that could go a long way, right? Because I, I could see most of what I see on Jake's wall could be on somebody's Pinterest, right? And so there's just a whole movement from a creator's standpoint with regard to that. Are you thinking about in any way, shape or form, kind of training up some younger people or showing them how to take advantage of this and maybe do some of what you're doing? Cause we could use more of these, sure. obviously.
2: You know, I wish I'd known I was going to be interested in woodworking when there was a shop class at my middle school that I didn't even Listen, participate did in. Did you take you shop? Know? Oh, no, you didn't take no. shop.
0: See, I took, no. I took, well, at, we called it and I'm dating myself now cause I'm a little older than you, but we called it industrial arts. Okay. And Mr. Kelly was yeah. my industrial arts teacher and all he was thinking about, he just didn't want any of us to lose our hands right? You sure. know, or lose our fingers <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I mean, good, cause yeah. that, that's a real issue. But, yeah. And I was in junior high. I was in seventh and eighth grade. I Mm -hmm. had to take industrial arts both years and I made stuff. I made a birdhouse. That's Um, cool. I had a chance to do everything. I I had a chance to use a belt sander, Mm -hmm. the whole nine yards. I know what all of those tools are. Do I use them now? No. If I got around them and you put a gun to my head, I probably could figure some things out and do a little bit. But nowadays, these kids don't know anything about it. And I mean, there's something about the tactile nature of creating something with your hand that brings a level of satisfaction that- I don't know that it can be replicated playing world of Warcraft or, right. you know, fill in the blank, any game. No, there. Yeah. So. And that's not a knock on video games. I'm just saying, right. You know. It's just
2: not filling the same <laughs> void in your head or whatever, <laughs> tactile function. But yeah, yeah, that would be something really cool. I've had, a, you know, two or three folks come through here as apprentices, but we're not talking about kids. We're talking about like 2021. Right. right. And that's cool too. You know, the, they want to put in a couple hours, few hours sanding and then work on some of their projects afterwards. I'm down with that too. You know, but yeah, I, I think from a practical standpoint, the liability thing is a, would be a big issue with uh, you know getting a bunch of kids in here on saws. Obviously, I know that's not what you meant. But the answer is if if there was some way to to do it in a classroom style setting and teach things, I think that would be really cool. Oh yeah, I forgot that I did this. My friend Andrea is a teacher in Silent Springs, and okay. so I went and talked to the kids there. But it was more about not monetizing your art, but how to be be a business from your art, and so. Even if it's from that level that I could encourage kids that, hey, you can make it on your own. You can be your own boss. And if you're truly passionate about something, you should go for it, even from that level. And then third answer to question about teaching would be, when I can't do it anymore, I got to sell have to.
0: Exactly. You know, yeah. when my hands yeah. don't
2: want to go, I guess I'm going to have to show someone else's hands how to.
0: Right. Or they, what do they say? Those who can't teach or something right. yeah. like that. Those so, who can't
2: anymore. But, right. Anymore. <laughs> right. So, but
0: I mean, I, I would certainly hope that your ability to do woodwork will last for a very long time. So I'd be curious to know, because you just brought it up, the whole marketing and, and aspect of as a creator, mm-hmm. what has been the biggest challenge for you in terms of getting your work out there is, is I'm assuming... All of your stuff is on a website, and yes, okay.
2: Actually, my colleague Andy has just been working on revamping the website. All new pictures of everything on the wall should be represented. So check it out. It's woodworksworkshop dot com, right uh, with an X.
0: Okay, yeah. So and that's w o o d w o r x workshop dot com. Yes, so yes, yeah, and we'll 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 link to that but in, in know, the in the show notes.
2: The question about marketing and whatnot in Northwest Arkansas and Fayetteville is that it hasn't been slash wasn't difficult. I think I was fortunate, you know, fourteen and fifteen to get into Little not Little Craft Show, which I do, but but I meant to say first Thursdays in Fayetteville. The booths are fifteen dollars. I mean they were. I think they're twenty twenty-five. That's nominal either way. But you know, hey, I've got this thing. I want to show it to people, strangers like we spoke of, and the first Thursday was one of the first things I did. And then you do that for, say, a few weeks and maybe someone that owns a business gives you their card. And then in between that time you go to another business and I've never been told no about having my pieces in a place if they had space on their wall, because typically I, I work at commission based things. So it's not like I'm asking them to purchase things. Right. And that's always been a successful recipe. Partnering with other local community businesses and entrepreneurs has been a recipe for success for me. Okay. For certain.
0: Okay. I love that. Yeah. Well, we, I may have, I have actually have a couple of ideas I don't have to explore with you after the the podcast episode so, because. You know, I created this whole idea of putting a on on the t shirts that I have, and actually, I'll have one for you. But we give our guests a t shirt that says "Get one percent better every day," and I could see that on one of these. Like I have, also, I've also done it on the outline of the the Arkansas state outline, and so I think that would be cool. And then I also really like the logo for I am Northwest Arkansas, so I could also see that on some of your, you know, some of your artwork. So it's one of my
2: favorite things to do is is hand cutting the letters and hand cutting, you know, designs, and I've done. Three dozen different business uh, logos. It's it, it's a challenge to do something exactly as it is. Yeah, but I like that. I mean, Absolutely. as you can see, I'm working on a 48 inch Razor or Arkansas flag right now. Yeah, uh, which is a big boy. It's been a while since I've made one that large. But
0: you got all the stars cut out and everything. I mean, it's yeah. really it's really really nice. So it's going to look really nice in 3D when it's done. That's cool. I love that. So if people want to reach out to you outside of the website, what's the easiest way for them to contact you?
2: Sure. You can go to backslash Woodworks 789, which is the Woodworks Facebook page and message through there. Or you can-
0: uh, And you're on Instagram.
2: Instagram, yeah, at Woodworks underscore workshop. Yep. You can message me through there. You said email already, right? No, yeah. no, we, no, we uh, didn't do- Email so- is Woodworks 789 at Gmail. Are you seeing a trend here?
0: And it's always Woodworks with an X. Right. Yes, right. Woodworks. And then,
2: I mean, my phone number is also on my page. So I have certainly have return clients text me, hey, I had another idea and- Basically, I prefer all of those to talking on the phone because I have a written history of what you want, sure, and, and that's what we do is we'll go back and forth digitally and figure out exactly what you want. And we'll make it happen.
0: and if somebody is listening to this, but they may not be in this area, but they're from here and they want to you know commission you to do a piece of artwork and they tell you what they want. Can you do that? I mean absolutely. have you, you have done that Okay, absolutely yeah, yeah.
2: I ship all over the place. I've actually got thirty inch tall. Yankees piece. Don't get me in trouble. Shipping to <laughs> shipping to to the Bronx or shipping to.
0: I was going to ask Manhattan. you about that because you have a Chicago Cubs sign over here, right. and I think on the on Instagram I saw a couple of other sports mm-hmm. teams represented. Right. And I'm assuming that you can do those. Uh, yeah, you
2: just do one-offs. It's not like you're knocking out thousands of them, right, or anything right? Right. Like that. Like, yeah. That's my opinion on that.
0: Right. Okay. I got you. Okay. Cool. Well, that. Yeah. Well, that. There you go. I think that would be good, and I'll, I'll be sure to put some of these images on the show notes so that you guys that are listening to this. Once you've had a chance to to check out the episode, you can you can go back and say, well, I just want to see what this, this Jake Lewis yeah, is all about and check out his work.
2: You know, one of the, not to wax poetic too long about wood and the, the medium of wood itself, but one thing is, yeah, wood is this, you know, 300-year-old chair, but it's also this purple unicorn that I made, you know? And like, one thing that I can do with woodworks is rep your passion. If your passion is a sports team, if your passion is biking, if it's hiking, if it's yoga, I didn't mention that earlier, but along with the bikes, the yoga pieces do really, really well too. Yeah. So helping you rep your passion in the form of art, that's basically what we're trying to do. And, and in doing that, you're helping me live my passion as well.
0: Right. It's a win-win situation. Absolutely. No (laughs) one's
2: upset to receive woodworks. No,
0: absolutely. Well, Jake, man, I really appreciate you taking time to to sit with us today on uh, here on I am Northwest Arkansas. I really, I do enjoy, I have to be honest, I enjoy everybody that I meet with, but I especially enjoy the artists. If for no other reason, because it it kind of brings me back to my childhood and youth growing up with an artist for a dad and sure. knowing that, the, you know, the toil and labor and everything that they put into the work that they create. And so I want to commend you for that. You have a beautiful shop here. And uh I hope that uh this podcast and everything else that you're doing. Oh, speaking of which, there's two events that are coming up, one on May 1st in Texarkana. Right. Tell us about yeah, that. event. So real there's quick.
2: a Texas wine festival, May 1st. Then the next weekend is going to be a little craft show here in Springdale. Sure. And then the third weekend in May is going to be Arkansas made Arkansas proud, which is all handmade, all Arkansas made on the field at war Memorial stadium in little rock. We usually only take up about 30 yards. I'm guessing there's going to be no problem with socially distancing at that event. <laughs> we will be taking up all hundred yards. I'm sure. Right. And like it'll be little islands that you come and shop, shop by. And, Oh, the last thing I'd say as far as getting in touch with me, you can always just Google hashtag Hustlewood as well hustle and wood. you'll get all my right. contact info. I'm sure you can, you can see pretty much all of it. I started using that on Instagram, realized that I was maybe 90, 95% of them and then made it my LLC.
0: Okay. So, so Hustlewood. is Hustlewood. Oh, I love that. Hashtag Hustlewood. Sure. Okay. So we'll be sure to share that out and Please. make sure everybody starts doing that. And if you if you do get some of Jake's work, you'll have to share it out and, and use that hashtag so that people can... Uh, can follow and see what's going on. Yeah, so please. Jake Lewis, thank you, man. This has yeah. been a pleasure. It's I enjoy this and uh, I look forward to seeing what the future holds for you. And as you continue to grow, we wish you nothing but success here at I Am Northwest Arkansas.
2: Thanks very much. Enjoy the rest of your beautiful day. Absolutely.
0: Well, folks, there you have it. Another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. It was great to sit down with Jake, such a, a tremendous individual and an outstanding artist. So I definitely want to encourage you to go check out his website, woodworksworkshop.com. We'll put all the information in the show notes. You can just go to I am Northwest and look up this particular episode and see, you know, just see what he's see what he's all about. And I'm actually going to commission him to do something. He doesn't know it yet. And then I'm uh-huh. going to I'm going to ask him to do a few other things as well. I have some ideas. So be on the lookout for that as I will probably announce some very limited edition items that we're going to offer here at I am Northwest Arkansas for our listening public. So I appreciate you guys so much. As always, you can catch the podcast wherever great podcasts can be found. If you're on an iOS device, we encourage you to use Apple Podcasts. If you're on an Android, check out Spotify or Google Podcasts or whatever. You can find us there. And as always, you can go to Alexa and say, hey, Alexa, play the latest episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, and she will oblige. I'm Randy Wilburn, the host for I Am Northwest Arkansas, bringing you the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life. Every week we come out on Mondays. So check us out check out the podcast. If you like it, share it with a friend and go from there. And if you really like the podcast, like I like really really like it, go on Apple Podcast and write a review. We would love a review that helps us with our algorithm, that helps us with our rankings on Apple Podcast and actually our rankings are going higher and higher under the travel and leisure section and places. So, you know, if you want to support what we're doing here in Northwest Arkansas, please go on and write a review. Let us know how we're doing. That's it. I'll see you next week. Peace.
1: We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Check us out each and every week, available anywhere that great podcasts can be found. For show notes or more information on becoming a guest, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We'll see you next week on I Am Northwest Arkansas.